0: Remember those carefree days before you became a parent when you could just have cereal for dinner and no one would complain? Glorious and underappreciated times, weren't they? Nowadays, not only does dinner come around every single night, so does breakfast and lunch, not to mention the snacks. It can feel like by the time you get one meal in front of your hungry tiny humans, you have to start wondering, what the heck am I gonna make for the next one? Enter one of my favorite things, meal planning on weeks where i have planned out my meals which definitely does not happen every week or sadly even the majority of weeks it's just so much more organized and clears up so much time and brain space of trying to figure out what's for dinner yet again as it looms around the corner not only did i want to learn how to make meal planning more effective and constant in my life i get questions about meal planning all the time, so I knew this would be a much needed and very appreciated episode. Because of that, I couldn't just have anyone. I wanted someone I felt could offer expert guidance on this, but guidance that actually applies to the average family. We're not trying to make Instagram perfect meals. We're just trying to get everyone fed with some balanced nutrition we feel good about and without feeling like we spend our entire life in the kitchen. Laura Fuentes is the perfect woman for this. Laura is the creator of Momables, where she's helped thousands of families improve their health and wellness by establishing healthier eating habits as a family with her family kickstart program and weekly meal plans. She's the author of five cookbooks, a successful entrepreneur, public speaker, spokesperson, and makes regular television appearances like on Today and Good Morning America. She's competed and won on Food Network, and her 100,000-plus YouTube subscribers make her an official YouTuber, according to her 9-year-old, that is. Laura was born and raised in Spain, but moved to the U.S. and currently lives outside of New Orleans with her husband and three kids. Laura and I probably could have kept going for a while longer because I loved talking with her. She's very down-to-earth, and she's there to meet you where you're at. She breaks meal planning down to be so simple, so simple. I love all the tips she gives. They're actionable and so easy. Whether you're new to the kitchen, hate cooking, or are a seasoned pro that just wants to feel more organized, there is something for everyone in this episode. Trust me, your future self will thank you for listening to this episode. Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you, seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real-life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself, not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom and finding wellness without the overwhelm. Welcome mama. You are in the right place. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you here.
1: This is going to be so much fun, Caroline. I can already tell Arvai before we start recording that we are going to pack this with so much information just to help people feel more comfortable around meal planning and feeding their families better. Oh, yes, absolutely. I am so
0: excited for this conversation today and for you to share all of your helpful tidbits with the audience. But before we get down to that, would you mind just telling everyone listening a little bit about yourself and your journey and what it is that you do now and how you work with families and moms and all of that stuff?
1: Yeah. So I my name is Laura. I have three kids that are all very different. As every parent knows, they all have very different food preferences. So cooking is always a challenge. But rewinding a little bit, um, just to give you some background, I was born and raised in Spain. I came to the States in my teens to learn English. And believe it or not, I liked it. And I stayed. Um, so I've had a personal journey with food from coming to the States, trying everything american food that was i was never exposed to uh because i grew up in a traditional like mediterranean diet uh and so i was an overweight teen so i had to lose the weight that was that journey and then i had some rough years in college like many of us gaining those college pounds and trying to take them off like once i got into you know the real world and you know i really didn't have the best relationship with food because of the yo-yo and coming and leaving, you know, and, um, and I'm only five feet tall guys. So everything showed I'm not very athletic. Well, I was not very athletic. Now I, I am, I run half marathons and such, but everything that I see and think about is like baby steps. And, um, and you're going to get a lot of that because I want you to understand that if you're just not really driving with your meal planning, or don't feel so great with food, like, you're not the only one, right? Like there are people that are struggling like you. I've struggled myself. So the tidbits I'm going to share with you are because I taught myself how to cook once I had a family, you know, I have struggled with weight. I've wanted to eat healthier my entire adult life, but I just really didn't know how. And then once I had kids, you know, the pregnancy weight, and then the kids want to eat something different. I found myself making multiple meals. So just to give you that big over overarching picture, is that we're just a typical family, and I'm a traditional mom who just wants to do better every every day. So I'm always hoping like every day is a little bit better than the last. My meal times are not perfect, you know, but it does take a little bit of planning to execute what I want, right? Just like in anything, right? Just get a little bit of planning to achieve the things that we want. Some days are better than others, right? And so in my journey to feed my family better and teaching myself how to cook, I started sharing recipes online back in 2011 or 2010. um, Because, you know, the internet was not what it is today. And there was no social media or Pinterest to generate ideas. I was literally going to um, Barnes and Nobles and looking at cookbooks to see what I could make and try. I was watching Food Network back when to learn how to ham fried chicken and get all the tips you know so that I wouldn't have dry food and so my family would eat the food that I made right um unlike today you know I now cook on YouTube and I teach people how to do it but there wasn't any of that back when I started so um it was just really been a journey of learning how to do it myself and then writing it down and showing others that if I could do it with you know, my first two kids are only 15 months apart. So it's like, if I could do it at six o'clock, I really now wanted my community to learn how to do it as well. So I started in 2011. Um, in 2012, I launched Mama Bowls um, because I was I wanted to help parents make healthier school lunches. I really focused on school lunch at the time because that was what I was struggling with, right? I had two kids who were just entering school and they wanted to eat the store bought lunchables and I was like no I'm going to make you a mama bowl today so that is how the company name came about my daughter started naming my lunchables mama bowls um that I was every 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 lunch idea was a mama bowl because it was all you know snack pl- like now we all love those snack plates and you know but I at the time we didn't have those cute lunch containers right like we ha- I had zip bags and I had <laughs> five containers in a lunch box every single day just to separate things. So, and then over the years, I started uh, writing cookbooks um, doing TV and competing and just doing a really anything that I could to encourage the moms that were in my community. Hey, I'm not perfect. I'm learning as I go. Let's learn together. Let's do it together. So it really has been a journey. Um, to get to where I am today, and now we have you know meal plans and healthy eating programs. So everything's very step by step because I like to assume that people are just you know starting out, or I just want to encourage people to start where you are.
0: That is such a fascinating journey that you've really have seemed to take in. and I love how you're you're so down to earth. You know, you're like, look, like I'm figuring this out on the way too, like. I have three kids that I have to learn how to cook for. And it seems like as soon as you figured out like the dinners and the lunches at home, now you have to put everything into their lunch boxes and figure that all out. And I love how how the name of Momables came up from Lunchables because, yeah, kids do want those Lunchables, but sometimes maybe there are some better choices and better options that we can offer them. I know that today I really wanted to kind of dive into this topic of meal planning because this is some this is a question that I hear a lot um you know just this meal planning in general is something that people are interested in especially once they have families and that time becomes more and more and more limited but there's more and more people to feed So it seems like you have meal planning. You've been, you have tried it, done it. You've done the trial and error. You know the good and the bad. You know the tips and the tricks. So let's just start with kind of a basic question here. But what do you think are some of the benefits that families
1: can get out of giving meal planning a try? Yes. So I have tried it, I have done it, and I have failed at it. Okay. So I have you know, and by failing, I mean, I have planned our food and then not eaten what I planned. Okay. Or spend more money than I plan to spend. And then found myself going like, Oh, that now what do I do with these ingredients? Right. So, um, not every week is perfect. Um, because most of the time I'm creating meal plans for our members. so I'm trying to work ahead of time. Uh, and so, but the, when I do literally stick to our plan, like there are weeks that I'm not developing recipes, right? I just want a happy-go-lucky week. And the benefits, I'm like, wow, this is what it feels like. Because I've, I honestly, number one, I feel so organized, right? Like it's it's a very, it's like a weight lifts off my shoulders. Like I know it for people that just starting out, the thought of meal planning can seem stressful or difficult, but the thing is, is, and we're going to talk about that, but the thing is, is that when you actually find yourself with a plan, you're like, wow, like I, I, my veggies are chopped. Wait, what? All I have to do is throw them in the oven? Yes. Like It it is like mind boggling how I, the difference of how I feel myself. And I've been doing, I do this for a living, the weeks that I'm just, that I'm not developing, right? Is the equivalent of the old days when I was just winging it. Okay. So the weeks that I'm sticking to a plan, I that relief that I feel. So, number one, as a parent that works full time, that juggles my kids' schedules and, you know, the demands that we have as parents and our families, I feel relieved because now I'm not winging it. I'm not trying to please everyone. I am just literally following the plan. And if my kids don't like it, I blame it on the plan, right? If like somebody, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, but like, basically it's like, you know what? I'm not, I don't make multiple meals anymore. It's like, this is the recipe that we have. And obviously there's always one element that everybody will eat, right? If it's not part of the recipe, I'll cook something um, with it. So that comes along with it, or I'll serve something that comes along. So I know that every person in my family there's an element there, right? So, um, so number one, I feel better. Number two, Mm -hmm. um, it helps me stay on a budget. So in spite of what you see online, you know, there are many of us who still live with a budget. So if um, I have a plan for my food, I know more or less how much I'm going to spend. And I don't waste food, or I can reuse ingredients, so that I'm honestly not buying because it's on sale or buying too much to stock up or throwing out things that I end up not using at the end of the week because they hide in the back of the fridge, right? So when you meal plan, you give your money a purpose, you give your food a purpose, and you literally feel better, right? Like we've all had that twinge of like, Mm -hmm. oh, Mm -hmm. when you throw something out, right, that you meant to eat. And it's you eliminate that right? Number three, I really feel like meal planning helps me also maintain an overarching, healthier diet than if I just wing it, right? Because um, part of my personal goals is to eat healthier. I did not say healthy, perfect, super balanced, right? Like, I don't look at some, I have had to stick to a macro diet for the specific macros in the past, but like, really, it just helps me look at my diet as a whole and look at food as fuel and nutrition so that I can, you know, be healthier long-term, right? So meal planning really has helped me look at my week as a whole, as opposed to the nitty gritty of each meal, right? Like I no longer look at a meal and go, Oh, is there a protein? Is there a veggie? Oh, oh, it's missing this. No, 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 no. I now look at with a meal plan. It's very mm-hmm. freeing because you can look at your week as a whole, right? Let's purchase veg. Like when I plan our meal plans, but within a meal plan, um, you should plan, you know, to eat, incorporate vegetables maybe and you don't have to incorporate them only at dinner right? Like your dinners, last night's dinner for my family was veggie free. Why? Because we had him over at lunch and um, we had leftover spinach and bacon mini quiches for breakfast. So I was like, you know what? If spaghetti and chicken is good tonight? That's cool, right? Because I'm looking at things in a bigger picture so I don't stress out over my kid not having no veggies for dinner. Well, you know what? He already had them at lunch and he had them for snack in the afternoon, right? So, It's also really freeing in that way that you can actually holistically eat better, Never mind the ingredients. And we're not even going to talk about like ordering takeout or drive-through, right? Like just literally looking at your week as a whole and going, okay, I purchased vegetables. My, My shopping list has vegetables, plenty of them in it. There's fruit in there. There's a lot of proteins. There's this. So you literally look at it in a big picture, right? So- Again, it really I'm all about relieving that stress that we that focus on food and really being able to enjoy food and have a better relationship with it. Right. So that um, and I really do feel that meal planning has helped me do that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. What an interesting thing to be able to look at your week from a whole, because I feel like we do zero in on our meals one at a time, especially dinner, where we kind of feel like if we didn't get any veggies for the rest of the day, we should shove everything in there. There's so much pressure at dinner.
1: Yeah. I feel like we put so much pressure at dinner and I want to tell you why, but when we put so much pressure at dinner, it's pressure on us. It's pressure on our families to eat. It's almost like performance. Everybody gets performance anxiety. Okay, mm-hmm. what if you botched dinner? Holy heck, now you're like, oh, the one, my one chance. No, like <laughs> dinner is not a Hail Mary. Dinner is mm-hmm. another meal, right? Mm-hmm. Every meal of your day is an opportunity to throw in some nutrition just in I, I look at it, let me front load it in case I don't back load it, right? Like <laughs> why not just front load the veggies and the v- fruits and stuff throughout the day just in case dinner does not go according to plan and we have Mm -hmm. to eat omelets for dinner. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Instead of going like, oh, I'll just eat whatever and then because dinner, I have this plan, right? Mm -hmm. Or I'll make up for it at dinner. So instead, when you, and then at dinner, it's 6.30 or 6 o'clock, whatever time you eat dinner, we're all tired from the day, Mm -hmm. right? Like I have the mom, I've had a very long day. My kids have had a long day. There's just like, we're just kind of tired. Right. So when food is like the focus, it's like, Oh my gosh, what if I don't like it? Mom feels disappointed or we're going to start a fight or she's going to, you know, or we find ourselves begging our kids to try something or battling with our spouses because we just lost it over no one wanting to eat. And what's wrong with this? You know, like there it's, it becomes really judgy and it's a very, hard feeling as a parent to day in and day out to make food that your family does not eat. but the reason we feel like that is because we put so much pressure on it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I eliminated that, I was like, I'm much happier. <laughs> we eat better, I am happier and everyone sort of participates a lot more at dinner than because we now don't talk about the food mm. right So that is that's and yes, that is still part of meal planning because I'm the one going, okay, I want to make sure that dinner is the kind of meal that everybody has something to eat in there. And I'm going to make sure that they already ate enough throughout the day. So I don't have to like beg them or why aren't you eating? Or, you know, God forbid they had a late snack and now they're not as hungry. (laughs) So there's a lot of elements, but the overarching theme is that I no longer cook multiple meals, anything like that, because we stick to a plan and everybody kind of knows. They know what to expect, you know? Mm -hmm. And they also know that I won't be pressuring them to eat, try it, that there's going to be something they'll eat there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It, it, all of the benefits that you were naming, like you said, you feel more organized, less, there's less stress for you. It's, it keeps you eating healthier and eating, incorporating all of those foods into your diet ahead of time because you're planning it ahead of time, looking at your week from a whole and then, you know, sticking to a budget. So all of these things, whatever you're kind of looking for to get out of meal planning, there's a lot of different things that could appeal to you whether you are more of the I need to stick to a budget person or you're more of a I just need to be more organized. So save time, like if, all those things. Yes, absolutely. So if someone is looking to get started with <laughs> meal planning, how can they start what is your and i know this could be a very long question and this is this is your wheelhouse here but just kind of putting it into simple terms yep. how can you start meal planning especially if maybe the kitchen is not your favorite place to hang out in your house when you're just not the biggest fan of cooking how can you really start meal planning and incorporate
1: this into your family yes i follow, if you are listening, going like, okay, this is all sounds great, and I want to feel like that, but I still hate cooking, <laughs> and you know what? I feel you, because I do this for a living, and when I get home, I still have to cook, and contrary to what people think, I don't cook at work all day long, and then bring these massive containers home, okay? So, um, there and there's a many parents in my community who feel the same way, and maybe they just... Never really learn to cook, or or they're relying on more convenience foods because all you know we just have this obstacle of meal planning. So my biggest tip for you is we're going to start whatever you are. Okay, you do not have to plan all seven days of the week and all three meals plus snacks of the day. Okay, that is a big misconception that meal planning means every meal. we're not here to you know meet some kind of number on a scale and some macros that we have to weigh and and count calories and things like that every single day right like if if you're already in that journey you're already planning your food right mm-hmm. we are talking about the everyday person who just wants to eat healthier and wants to incorporate a little bit of planning because you want to feel more relieved save time stick to a budget and just really feel less overwhelmed in the kitchen so to you I'm going to tell you We're going to start where you are. If you're currently planning zero meals, I am not going to tell you to plan every meal of your week. I'm going to tell you, let's just plan one dinner this week. So if you've been winging it and just opening up your freezer and pantry, or maybe you're just buying the same groceries, give or take every week, because did you know that 80% of Americans, their groceries look the same week after week, about 80% of the stuff in their cart. Right, mm-hmm. like you know, every time you go to the grocery store mm-hmm. and you put your phone number for the discount and whatnot, they track our food and they track what we purchase. And they have analyzed that eighty percent of us, like most of us, really purchase the eighty the eighty percent of us stuff in our cart is the exact same things week after week. Right, mm-hmm. we have our staples, and if that's you that you buy your staples, right, like they're you kind of carry this mental list. That's work that's awesome. But if you still want to eat a little bit better, we're going to start where you are with your 80% of the stuff that you buy. But what I'm going to tell you is, hey, next week, let's find a recipe that you've been trying. We all have those saved Instagram posts, those pins. I want you to find Mm -hmm. one recipe that you have been dying to try. I am not talking about your family here. I am not talking about your partner or your spouse. I am talking about you, the person that cooks, you have wants and you have needs and you have saved a recipe because that looked good to you. So I want to encourage you to go to the recipe, print it out and buy the ingredients for that one thing next week. Now, when you make it and serve it, make sure that there's something in, in case you're like, I'm not sure about this one. You know what? You Let me just take a step back before you cook. Well, as you're cooking it, you're going to tell your tell your family, hey guys, tonight we're having baked salmon uh, with broccolini and rice. I saw this recipe. I'm super excited to try it. And it may not be everyone's favorite, but please bear with me because I have been dying to try this for so long. Mm-hmm. When you precision it like that and you're excited, right? Like you're not anticipating their romp, romp. If you're like, Hey guys, basically you're saying support me on this. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's really a lot of how we approach the things that we want to do. Now, if you're like, okay, well, my kid does not eat salmon. Well, that's okay. Maybe they'll eat the rice and you're going to serve a bowl of a fruit salad on the side. So that night that my, what my kid, and I'm speaking about my kid, he's not going to eat, he's going to eat a bowl of rice and the fruit salad. And that will be okay because I will find joy in a meal that I've been wanting to eat, that I planned to eat, and they still got a full belly. And that day, they already ate other things and tomorrow's another day to get more nutrition in their bodies. So you are going to start where you are today with just one recipe into your weekly shopping. After you do that, then you incorporate two. Din- I, I speak mostly about dinner because dinner is what people struggle with most. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could do this if you're tired of eating cereal for breakfast and you're like, okay, we really need to cut back on this sugary cereal in the morning. Or I want my kids to eat something better for breakfast, but I don't have a lot of time, right? If maybe that's your issue or that's your first thing that you want to tackle, breakfast is super simple. Maybe start with overnight oats, start with you know, these easy to prep recipes that you can make ahead. And then you're already ready. Like you're literally not cooking in the morning. You literally just pull them out of the fridge, either heat up your overnight oats or serve them cold because they can be enjoyed warm or cold. Or maybe it's a hearty muffin recipe, right? That you can make the night before. You make the whole batter, you stick it in the fridge and in the morning you bake it. So everybody gets warm muffins. Like I don't want you to measure anything in the morning, it's not the time. The mornings are (laughs) times to like have some coffee and get everyone at the door. Yes. So (laughs) I literally make muffins in my blender the night or in the bowl the night before, stick them in the muffin pan and put them in the fridge. And in the morning, because I'm awake or my husband's awake before the kids, there's a post-it in the stove that says preheat 400, put muffins 20 minutes or I'm mean, sorry, 375 muffins, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so used to doing this with the roasted veggies at 400. It's just like that, <laughs> uh, so automatic. Because I do the same thing with roasted veggies. Right? If I want to eat better, I prep veggies. When my kitchen's a disaster the night before, I'll keep chopping and then put all my veggies on the sheet pan, seasoned and everything, cover it with plastic wrap, stick my veggie tray in the refrigerator. And then I leave a post-it on this stove that says veggies. 400, 35 minutes, right? So all my husband has to do around five o'clock because he's home before me um, is turn on the oven at 400 and then they take 35 minutes, right? So he can time it as well, but he's not chopping, he's not cooking and he's not assembling. That's already done, right? So my thing to you is start where you are, find the things that you want, that you desire so that because when we get that positive feedback and we see that we're trying and doing the things that we want, we'll incorporate it more. So you're going to start with one, whether it's breakfast, dinner, or lunches. Okay. And then you're going to slowly add one more meal or two. Like I tell my meal, like people ask me, why do your meal plans have like at Bama Bowls, we have weekly meal plans. Right. And instead, I don't have seven recipes in every meal. You know, the dinner plan is Five. And honestly, most families use between three and four recipes per week. They'll get rid of one that they're not, you know, like just because you create up or you subscribe to a plan, you don't have to use every recipe, right? You can use three or four out of the plan. And because the other night, maybe it's your pizza night, right? Like I'm not telling you that you have to eliminate all the habits and the good times that you have with your family. You just have to incorporate more of the things that you want and desire. And to do that, it just takes a few minutes, literally by a few minutes, 10 minutes, right? Even if you carry that grocery store shopping list in your head, I want you to write it down. It's the habit of whether it's on a post-it or an app, right? um, Write it down so you can incorporate the ingredients that you want into your list. Mm -hmm. I know that was a long answer, but to that simple question,
0: <laughs> no, but you gave so many good tips in there. Like I I love your approach that you are just we're not trying to do this Instagram perfect, you guys. Like mm-hmm. this is this is real life here. You're starting where you're at. You're starting with one meal. And there were two things that you said that really stood out to me. I love that you put the person who is cooking first. You said find a recipe that you want to make because when, when do we ever do that? You know, we're always thinking like, okay, well, who doesn't like this? Or what do they like? What should I make? What will they eat? We never are like, I want to make this. So this is what I'm going to make fruit and a bowl of rice. If that's what they
1: end up eating, it's okay.
0: It really they already is had okay. protein
1: earlier. They had a yogurt mm-hmm. for snack. Like our, if you're listening to this podcast, you have access to probably a lot of things. And um, to food in a grocery store, okay. Um, we we I we I tell my friends I'm like, why they're like, why are you so lenient about this? And I'm like, because my children, I'm are fortunate enough that they're not starving, they're not worried about where their next meal is coming from, right? Mm-hmm. If we were having a podcast with, um, you know, they and I've I've been I've been on podcasts and I've worked with programs to help families who are on. Um, food assistance and who really have a budget, and so our conversation will be very different, right? Because I would be really talking to you on how to incorporate the things that are allowed in your food assistance program into more of a balanced nutrition, and you know, more of a balanced week, right? And it, it, and the thing is, is that because many of us have access to food and our kids are not worried, we have so many choices. That's overwhelming. So, what mm-hmm. I'm saying is, you're spending most of your time caring about your family, caring for their needs. Do they have their homework? Do they have their clean clothes for school? Do they have, you know, are their teeth brushed? Like, we literally go through so many things in our parental checklist, even with food, right? What do they need for snack? What do they need for food? Da, 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 da. That we essentially eat leftovers all the time, right? <laughs> like, we don't even plan for anything that we might find joy in and outside of chocolate or coffee for me okay like (laughs) literally and tacos so like if you you're more likely to incorporate something that you dread like cooking and meal planning right into your routine if you find joy in it right Mm -hmm. so I I could be like the difference, and I tell people like the difference between Momables and the other meal planning companies is that I'm not here to sell you on how much time you're going to save, how much money, like the benefits we all know. I'm a mom to three kids. And quite frankly, I just want to feel less overwhelmed, right? Like now, since the pandemic, the last two years, like we eat so many more meals at home. So mm-hmm. I have found myself cooking, even though I cook for a living, more than ever. And so has my community. And they're just hired. So those weeks where I'm not recipe testing, I'm like so relieved to just have somebody also known as me like a month ago, tell me what to cook, right? Like, it's just like, tell me what you want me to do and I will do it. And there's so much relief in that just to go. It's kind of like hiring a workout coach, right? Or following some program, right? What do people get a coach at the gym? Because we just want to be told what to do to get the results that we want. Mm-hmm. So with meal planning is no different. If the whole process sucks for you, hire it out. Find a company, whether it's Mauleables or somebody else, that fits your nutritional needs, your goals, and then let someone else do it. Right? Like we have we literally have so much pressure on ourselves to make, like you said, Instagram worthy meals. Like that you don't realize that those Instagram beautiful photos that people like me post, that's not what we ate last night. Like that's shot at my studio. It's food that we eat, but it's literally, it's in a bright light environment with, you know, it's done. So it looks appealing for you to make. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just want to encourage you to start where you are and find joy in the foods that you do plan to eat.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. And, I love how you said um, you were talking about if your kitchen is already a mess, like just go ahead and I just go ahead and keep on chopping. That is something that I have never thought of before. And right now I feel like I could kick myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, why haven't I ever, if I'm making dinner one night and it's in the oven and it's cooking and I'm cleaning
1: up. Why don't I just go ahead and chop veggies for? Make more of a mess. It's yes. Like, why don't we do what our kids do with Legos in the kitchen? Like they're like messy already. <laughs> That's like beyond, right? Or like chicken. Oh my gosh. Like everybody dreads like cleaning chicken or chicken. I literally will buy chicken in bulk and spend like I put on my headphones, I listen to a podcast or an audiobook and just clean that up and then freeze it in like one to one and a half pounds. And the chicken's already diced or it's already butterflyed, or whatever it is that we all cook it about 80% of the time. And I have like bags in the freezer. Instead of putting the chicken from the grocery store straight in the freezer, I literally will prep it w- while I'm either watching something, listening to something, and then it's done. Right. And it's done for like six meals because I'm one of those people like I will go buy it in bulk. Right. Because I feed a family of five. But it's like or hey you don't have to chop onions if you hate chopping Buy frozen onions or fresh onions i already chopped mm-hmm. right like i can't tell you the last time i chopped an onion except on camera to film a video like now it's like my freezer i just buy chopped onions mm-hmm. i hate doing it and it saves me like somebody like me like three minutes like a normal person like three to five minutes of chopping and cleaning it's less of a mess and they're not expensive right or buy frozen vegetables. If you hate slicing, peeling, and, you know, and dicing veggies, you can roast frozen veggies, right? Mm -hmm. Like so many shortcuts, right? Like the idea is to get the fresher, the fresh, like the the rule of thumb is that the fresher, the ingredient, there's slightly more prep time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like, there's a lot of, there's not a lot, but there's more prep in, Grabbing like fresh produce because like for example a head of broccoli or crowns of broccoli or or a head of cauliflower you'll have to like clean it and cut it and whatever so if you hate doing that buy either pre chopped or buy frozen cauliflower or buy the rice cauliflower already like I'm telling liberating you from pretending to be Martha Stewart if you hate doing that. (laughs) Yes, right. Like Absolutely. do what works and find the shortcuts. They're going to get you where you want to be. No mm-hmm. one says that you can't use a frozen vegetable instead of like dicing, you know, that you could use um, frozen diced butternut squash already. If you hate, if the reason you don't buy butternut squash is because you hate the, you know, how tough it is to peel and dice it. Like who's got 10 minutes, 15 for that. Just buy it frozen. I'm liberating you if you're listening from having to make these perfect meals and just trying to figure out the shortcuts. And those are the kind of tips that I put on my recipes and in the prep sheets of our meal plans, because I'm like, hey, you don't have to do this, do or this, right? Like you can use a fresh butternut squash or go get a pound of like a bag of butternut squash for this recipe from the freezer. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll just flat out put buy it for, get the frozen one, because I know it will shave so much time on the recipe. Mm-hmm. And I have members are like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you do that. Or and then I also have members who make everything from scratch. And they already if you're from scratch cook, you know, that you could get do the same thing, you know, so but I really my goal is to reach the person who literally hates to cook hates to plan, and just wants to feel a bit more relieved.
0: Yes. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to food sometimes, especially if you're very uncertain around food and cooking is kind of not not your favorite thing, not something you're super comfortable with, we can almost feel like if you buy the frozen stuff or if you buy something that's prepped, like there's this bouginess around food or like this hierarchy Ugh, around I like I chop my own broccoli or I only buy like fresh and da, da, da. No, no. Like you're trying to feed your family. You're trying to get some food on the table.
1: It does not have to be you do not have to do every single step yourself. Frozen vegetables are better than no vegetables because you didn't have time. hmm Okay. Yes. And newsflash frozen fruits and vegetables are picked there, you know, when all of the vegetables are picked and I've been to many fields and I've had the um, opportunity to work with a lot of brands and that are, you know, like, or conglomerates like the potato board or like the, you know, California board of vegetables and whatnot. So hello, when they go to the field to pick what looks ripe, there's always things in the field or in the plant that are riper than others when it goes, so everything gets picked, it gets put in these big um, basket things. And when they get to the, it's called a sorting facility, right? Like they go from the field and then they go on this conveyor belt of, to get cleaned or separated from leaves and things. Okay. The things that are more prime, like ready to eat and riper, those get separated into another area that gets Clean, wash, prep, that's your frozen produce that is ready to eat. Now the stuff that will be ready in about a week or so, that's what gets sent to the grocery store. So when you're like, oh, I'm buying fresh, no, no, no. What's frozen is actually the freshest. What's at the grocery store was quote fresh from the field like a week ago, and it's it needs time to ripe and mature because if you Eat if they, if they display at the grocery store, um, you know, what's prime to be enjoyed. That's where food waste comes from at the grocery store level, right? Because it's it, it didn't have it already matured before it got there. Mm-hmm. So now this is different in a farmer's market. The farmer's market, week by week, they pick what's ripest and put it out. But many of us purchase at a grocery store, mm-hmm. so what's in the freezer aisle right? Like you ever taste tasted frozen blueberries and you're like, gosh, I never get, I rarely get a bad frozen blueberry, right? Like, mm-hmm. or you're frozen. Like this is the perfect example. Like many of us have purchased strawberries and blueberries at the grocery store in the clamshell and you're like, oh, these weren't ready. That was such a waste, mm-hmm. right? Or like that doesn't happen with frozen foods mm-hmm. because when they get separated, that's prime. And so it goes straight to the freezer. Mm. So there, mm. I liberated you from the bougie <laughs> of purchasing fresh only. Yes.
0: So you have given a lot of great <laughs> shortcuts shortcuts and tips here. And if you could just, in our last few minutes here, kind of give us what are some of your favorite tools or resources that you really turn to with meal planning?
1: Yes. So um, outside of a done-for-you plan, okay. Um, the my favorite tool or resource for meal planning is, um, like I said, Pinterest. Like we already all follow somebody or get inspiration from somewhere. Um, now, if you're hesitant to make recipes from Pinterest because um, you're like, I don't know how they're gonna turn out, okay. As somebody that develops recipes and has five cookbooks. I will tell you that I can 100% understand your hesitancy. So, um, because not how we share a recipe with our friend in the park is not the same way that somebody like me has to write down a recipe that can get replicated over and over. So, if you're hesitant to try new recipes because they haven't yielded very well, um, two things one, find a trusted source or somebody that's been writing recipes for a long time and you can tell by the way a recipe is written. So the secret is that the order of the ingredients listed should be the order of the ingredients written in the directions. Mm -hmm. That is so you don't miss a step. So somebody that's been writing recipes that really turn out well every single time knows how to write a recipe that way. So that's my favorite tool is obviously the web pinterest um or our favorite blogs um or instagram right because remember you're going to start making meals that you want right that make you that you've been dying to try so that's your that's my favorite tool the internet is your friend also cookbooks i know this seems so antiquated (laughs) oh my gosh but everybody's got cookbooks at home so um my other favorite tool is a cookbook. Just, it's already written down for you. It's already been proofread many times and tested. So hopefully there's a picture. So if it looks good, do it, right? Like I spent 18 months creating the Taco Tuesday cookbook. That's um, cookbook number four. And it was so much fun at first to create because we had tacos like three times a week, Right. And everybody enjoys, in my family, tacos um, because kids get to assemble. Like Tacos are really a great vessel to try. If you want new meals to be successful, try things like tacos because people can assemble. It's interactive. They have, especially younger kids, have the um, ability to assert what they want to serve themselves, how they want to build their meal. If you're in a lower carb diet or something you can you don't have to use tortillas you can use a bed of lettuce right it gives you really many options to please everyone so have fun with your food that's like i guess that's like a not really a resource but oh yeah the cookbooks mm-hmm. um find the recipes with the things that you already have right mm-hmm. and the third resource is really not so much of a resource i know these may be shockers to you if you're listening but the third resource is ask for help <laughs> hello we didn't even talk about this on the podcast, but if you are in a household with another person under the age of 10, you can ask them to help you out because you don't have to carry the burden of doing everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're all eating. It's like I tell my kids, Hey, you wear those clothes. Your job's to like, you know, I'll do the whole laundry, you know, so I can kind of move things along, but you wear those socks, you get to pair them together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So ask for help. Okay, we're so afraid to do that. So I want to encourage you to do that. And then of course, as a resource, like done for you meal plans. I don't. I'm not saying my meal plan is great for like the happy-go-lucky family who's once like everything we talked about. But there are many online, right? So um, the free, the, you know, the blogs that offer. There's blogs out there that offer plans for of the week, and you have to then click, print, and figure out the shopping, right? Like there's some work involved, or you can. Purchase a a subscription to any meal plan that will give you the done for you shopping list. And hopefully, that plan also has like we do is a prep sheet and things to save you time. So, the resources are out there. You just have to either ask for help or use them. Mm -hmm. I know you were hoping for some magic uh, tool in the kitchen (laughs) or something.
0: (laughs) No, not at all. Like, I I love how all of your tips and all of your advice and everything that you've shared today has just been so actionable and easy to incorporate and realistic for the life that a lot of us are living. And you've given such great tips. I really feel like you have taken the scary or the intimidating out of meal planning. You've broken it down into such a simple term, so simple to get started with that you really did take the intimidation out of it or the perfect, the having to be perfect out of it. So Laura, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing all of this. And would you mind, before you go, please tell everyone where they can
1: find you and
0: connect with you online.
1: It's been so fun, Caroline. Thanks for having me on. Of course, you guys can find me over at momables.com. Momables.com slash meal plans can help you get started or check me out on social at Um, that you'll find some visuals to all the things. If if your kids watch YouTube or you watch YouTube, I've been creating YouTube videos for five years with lots of recipes. So a lot of times watching on video can help you get started if you're not super confident in the kitchen. So I've got over 500 videos on YouTube with family-friendly recipes that I hope you try.
0: Thank you so much, Laura. And all of those links will be in the show notes, you guys. So if you want to click on those real quick and hop on over to see Laura on any of her websites or Instagram or YouTube, of course, um, you can find those easily in the show notes below. Again, Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so fun talking with you today. This
1: is so fun, Caroline. Thank you so much.
0: Love that episode and can't wait for more? Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. There's new episodes every Tuesday, but in the meantime, why not come on over and say hey on social? You can find me on the gram, and I say the gram because, you know, I'm a cool mom. You can find me on the gram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I'll talk to you next week.